Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They say speed kills. Well, not today. Today we're counting down and telling the stories of the fastest rock and metal drummers of all time. And this show is a special dedication to the very first rock drummer superstar of all time ginger baker stick around you're listening to the ludini rock and roll circus changing rock history one podcast at a time everybody welcome back to Lou Danny Rock and Roll Circus my, my name is Lou Lombardi aka Lou Dini. also all my friends all call me Lou Dini. even Lily V6 calls me Lou Dini once in a while not all the time. Uh, you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. And I apologize, guys, because it did go down for a few hours this week. I know all of you were, like, freaking out. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. It's back. Just, just chill. We're uh, upgrading things and changing things around. Things are just getting better all the time. So go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Tons of cool stuff there. Uh, we have started something new as well. Uh, the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind is uh, is uh, up and going online as well. So you can find out more about that at LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Uh, I am that's co-hosted with Kerry uh, Jacks K, all the way from Jolly Old England, and he would slap me for that horrible British uh, accent imitation right there. So, uh, but you guys can check that out at LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Shout out to um, our uh, our longtime sponsor fan, uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson at Wolf's Customs. Get your guitar custom painted by go to going to wolfscustoms.online and get yourself set up with a just a very cool. He does all kind of really cool um, custom painting on guitars. Like you know, who wants to play a guitar that looks like everybody else's guitar? You want to stand out? You got to put on that show. Get yourself a custom paint job at wolfscustoms.online. And uh, shout out to Rock Rage Radio as well for uh, being an affiliate and having our uh, music out there all over the world. And uh, just a real shout out as well to Jam Play, who has uh, sort of become our sponsor as well. You can uh, go to, uh, th- there's a link in the uh, in the video description before, and we'll put it in the, in the video description below and we will put it in the show notes as well and i'll be pl- posting it everywhere but yeah I, i'm you're getting a 25 percent off uh when you go through uh, my link at, at jam play so guys check all that out now i've said all that just to say that i have the lovely and talented miss lily von six hola como esta that's all i know don't tell me to say anymore <laughs> i did not do uh well, I did go to the Great White show and didn't see Great White this weekend because it was my sister's birthday. So we were at Howl at the Moon Piano Bar. 
And how was that? Getting our dance on. Having fun. Doing good things. They know every song. Doesn't even matter what it is. All of them. All the songs. Anything you request. I was going to go to that, but somebody kept me up way too late the night before. That's not my problem. That don't confront me none. As <laughs> long as you get to my sister's birthday party next day. You're fired. She had an 86-ounce drink. So that's a drink about as big as like your head and It is shoulders. as big as your head. Because <laughs> nice. she was comparing. Nice. But yeah, it was a good time. I did not get drunk, but I had fun. Get out of I town. swear I had to drive home, dude. <laughs> so that is what I did this weekend. And um, I'm actually... MC or not MCing? Oh my gosh! I'm uh, guest bartending at the Subalpine next Saturday uh, for the Hell's Bell show, which is all female fronted bands. So you should come to that next Saturday. Yeah. Okay, maybe I can do that. Okay, maybe. What, what day? What What's the date? The eleventh, I think. No, that's this Saturday. Then the twelfth. Yeah. You said next Saturday. That's this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Okay. I'm still on the weekend, dude. It's all right. All right. Basically Monday. <laughs> I got you. Um, that that sounds like a, a great thing. I want to give a, a shout out to a announcement too that uh, uh, come to. Um, I don't want to say too much about it, but there's this band playing at the Sub Alpine on November second. Uh, they're called uh, Twenty Thousand Metal Dicks. I hear that they're really good, and I'm going to be at the show checking them out at the Sub Alpine. So you guys might be interested in checking that out. Maybe, well. maybe, <laughs> maybe. Me. So um, we're going to get into tonight's topic in a few minutes. Any other sort of announcements or anything you want to say before we? Yes, on my Thursday show tonight, I interviewed JV Johnson, who is the promoter for Scaracon, which is a horror convention up in Rochester, New York, um, on the 19th, 18th, yeah, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Um, so the interview will be on Thursday's show, and you'll get to find out about what's going on there. That sounds freaking awesome. Uh, we're going to come back and start our show about the speediest drummers in rock and metal. I just said metal at first, but then we know we got a lot of rock fans, too. So we'll, we'll get to touch on a few rock guys as well um, and get into the whole speed thing. It's, it's, a, it's a thing in and of itself. So we'll get into that in a minute. But speaking of speed, I don't know why I said that, but this is a great band. This is, band is like, you know how they say like... Um, bread is like a staple of the diet or, you know... Yeah. Whatever. Reign of Z is like a staple of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Been playing them almost since the beginning. I freaking love this band. They just kick freaking ass. And I say this every week. Zosa, if you ever need a guitar player, you know, right here. All right, guys, check out Reign of Z Reflections on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
That's Reign of Z on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. And uh, we have the Hawk in the house as well tonight. We're talking about drummers. So, of course, we've got to bring in the Hawk. So, what's going on, Hawkmeister? You know, what's going on, man? I'm sorry I'm late. I had to take care of a couple of things. You know, some people needed to beat down, but, you know, now I'm here and I'm ready to roll. <laughs> some people needed to beat down, huh? They do. I don't know what it is with people. You ever, just see a per- you, ever, you ever just see a person that basically just is, when they look at you, you just want to like beat the shit out of them? They need a beat. They need a beating. That's like everybody I look at. <laughs> exactly. Everybody I look at. Sometimes people just fit that description like, what is this person's problem? I'm going to slap them in the mouth. <laughs> Usually Other if they're that. breathing, I'm mad at them. <laughs> there you go. So Dude, is there, the is, there like, is there like less of you? Are you losing weight? Probably yeah, your not. face looks you, super you skinny. Looks, you look like you've lost weight, dude. You all right? Yeah. Wife not feeding you? <laughs> no, I've my... seen photos of you on Facebook. You look skinny on there, too. Yeah, I mean, nothing's really working, though. I really just start to, like, go to the point where if, if I don't eat, then it's I get sick. Or if I drink too much, that's bad, too. So I just can't ever really find anything that really works for me. <laughs> All right. All but you right, ever, you ever notice, though, I hate to say it, you ever notice, I don't know too many fat alcoholics, so I'm going in that direction, I think. <laughs> okay. So, in other words, you're, you're, you've, you've more drinking, less eating. Yes. <laughs> okay. I used to do that in my 20s. It was great. Liquid <laughs> lunch, liquid dinner. Yeah, I got you. Thursday, Friday, I did it, Saturday I, nights. I, I did it in my 20s, too, and now I'm going to start doing it in my 40s. And it's Just try it again. Too. Just try it again. Yeah, to well, see how good, 40s. how far I, it gets. I remember my forties. <sighs> I don't those yet. The days. I don't have those memories yet. Those were the days. Sick. Something. Wrong. So we've uh, so we've got the hot. So we're gonna get into the whole drummer thing. Uh, to, let's talk about this because you made a really good comment on Facebook about this, and you know, speed isn't everything, right? It's like guitar playing. Speed, and that's why I said in the thing, like, I don't want you guys posting, like, oh, well, there's some guy on YouTube who can play 10,000 BPM on a snare. I mean, I'm talking yeah, about in a song. But go ahead and talk, great, address this, because Keith, uh, the Hawk, is an awesome drummer, um, and committed to the groove. So t- talk a little bit about about the whole speed thing in drumming. Well, what I, my initial comment on the, the whole thread was, I'd rather listen to Steve Jordan play. I wasn't trying to be a dick to metal drummers. I just don't play metal at this point in my life. I mean, to me, I have to try to make a living. Metal's not going to make me a living. And I I respect that kind of drumming. I think it's hard. And it's probably harder than most shit that I can pull off. But at the same time, it's like I'm more of a groove pocket guy. Guys I've listened to have been influenced by have been more of that style of drummer. Um, I've researched a few of these players, and it's just pretty pretty sick how fast these dudes can play. I just don't know enough about these bands. I mean, I have names written down, but I've also just started to like, I wrote maybe four or five down that are really, really fast. I'm not really sure even who the hell they are. I've just seen them play for like 30 seconds. I'm like, well, that's pretty impressive. Some of the other ones I wrote down are fast. They're just some of my favorite metal drummers. It doesn't mean they have to be the fastest, but they they're awesome. And they're awesome to me. And that's, that's what I'm going to put well, out from, you know. The, the key, I think, in the same way with any kind of, uh, you know, being a great technical player, um, is to also bring something musical to what you're doing. 
You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys, you know, and we they're all over YouTube and Facebook who can play fa- guitar faster, drums faster, whatever. But what are you doing with it? Like, how are you creating something emotional um, with that? Yeah, if you're playing a blast beat of 300 beats a minute and you're sitting and you're playing it in your basement of your mom's house, then you're not playing any gigs. I mean, that's great. It's impressive. But at the same time, maybe you try to do something a little less extreme i know the topic is you know fastest driver, but sometimes you have to think about well, what's going to make me get the hell out of what i'm doing if i'm not if it's not working then you know you have to be able to play i think anybody that plays multiple genres well is doing themselves a, a very very big favor if you're a it's like some cats are just one-dimensional like i'm not sure you know some of these guys, I'm sure they could play more than that, but that's all you see them do. And I don't know exactly. I'd have to see somebody like give it another, give me something else. You know what I mean? Can they, can they do something beside the blast beat of 300 beats? I mean, there's a lot of guys that are fast, man. I mean, it's the hard to be the fastest, you know, it's, everybody wants to admit you're into that. Okay, why don't you, why don't you, we'll go around the room a little bit, but basically I want to know because you are, uh, you know, the expert in this field, Let's talk about a drummer who's re- who's fast. Who you go like, yeah, but that dude's also badass. Like he's got he's got the chops, but you know he can. He's not just you know beating a snare drum at a thousand eighty BPM or whatever. I mean, a person that like like I, said, I don't I didn't really see this on anybody's list, but there's a person I seen back in way back in the late nineties at a modern drummer festival who was barely known, and he's gone on to play in a lot of like prog rock bands and planet x his own band i mean is a guy he might not be the fastest drummer but virgil donati i didn't see him up on anybody's list virgil donati if you check him out he can play double bass with the best of them but he's also very musical and grooves he has a simple kind of like approach at times of grooves when his feet enter the picture yeah it's he's that's where he's making his, his bread and butter and his drumming but he kind of grooves like just pretty simple up top at times and then lets that when the feet join the pro- the party, it's you know it's all it's it gets it gets kind of chaotic. But he's really playing um, a lot of different stuff in his feet, where it's like it's just not speed either, you know. So that that's the kind of drummer I'd be attracted to more well, than who's, who's he play with, Keith? Education. He played in a I mean, he played in a band called Planet X for a long time, which is like a prog rock band. He's also done a lot of his own. Uh, Virgil Virgil Donny has lo- a lot of his own solo projects. Um, any progressive rock fans out there more than me could probably tell you more of the stuff he did. I remember seeing him in a clinic and I just was like blown away by how fast his feet actually were. And I, like, this was in 1998, you know? So it is like, it's a guy, but it's not just about speed for him. It's about, you know, he has, he kind of has the whole package going on. He's a very, and he's, he's also very musical when he plays. And that's what I like, you know, it's not just speed the whole time. It, it seems like really some of these metal guys, like, it seems like almost like an athletic competition. I mean, oh, yeah. they've got both feet going, all the arms going, they're flailing everywhere. And they're trying, you know, they're obviously, they've, they've, they've got to keep the time and they've got to, you know, rock the band. Um, I mean, how, what kind of, I just can't imagine the kind of uh, stamina it takes to play some of this stuff. It's a, definitely a stamina thing, but it's also, you have to be... <clears throat> 
there's a there's a technique to it. Like you people can call it, you know, what they want. I mean, it's like a lot of you know, in your especially in your hands, you lose a lot of fingers and the feet. They're doing a lot of like heel toe kind of technique. You have to be very relaxed. I mean, there's a lot of technical jargon to it, but it's at the same time being relaxed and just being able to play loose and not tensing up. That's you're not gonna play that fast unless you're completely in that in that zone. That's just not possible. I mean, if you're gonna tense up, I think that's what gets people slop that's what makes people sloppy at times where they just kind of tense up too much and they don't relax when they're playing right right right, right. it's the same way with with it's the same way with playing any musical instrument it's the same no, way with for sure yeah and the p- piano as well um lily has has a list why don't you rattle something off here and let's uh let's let's have uh let's get the hawk in on it okay so uh obviously i don't know shit about drumming other than what i hear <laughs> that's not my department that's more keith's and lou's department more keith's but um definitely keith's uh so a lot of these i well not a lot of them probably about half of them i actually knew and then some of them i looked up so the first one i'm going to throw out there is nico mcbrain of course from uh iron maiden whom uh i love that band i feel like i mention that band every single time we're on the show but, you know, with good reason. Can we do a show, Lily, where you don't mention Iron Maiden? No. Please. Okay. So, fine. I will not. I will even ne- find it ne- in a love is song. Is it Nico Mc... What? McBrain. McBrain? Yeah. Like brain. Like this. What do you think of Nico McBrain? Nico. <laughs> Nico. Yeah, I, I definitely. Everybody, has, like I said, everybody has their own opinions on this kind of stuff. A lot of these people that I was looking up today, but I never even heard of before, and I've been playing drums for 35 years. There's, there's new guys on the scene all the time. I know who Nico is from way back in the day. Um, would I include him in, like, the fastest drummers I've ever heard. If you're going to talk pure speed, probably not. He definitely has like the, uh, like a lot of English drummers do where they play the more single pedal and just have a very like John Bonham kind of like that, that approach There's not a lot of double kick going on there. Um, even the guy before him was, uh, the hell was that guy's name? I played before him, but he, they sounded very similar. Whoever the drummer was before Nico, which I should know this and I'm completely blanking on it, but they had a very similar style. That's, you know, that's a guy that's, like I said, coming from a more groove standpoint of things, I think that, you know, a lot of people love him as an influential rock and metal drummer. Okay, so we covered Clive over- Bird. Clive Bird, that's who it was. He's dead. Clive Bird. He is dead. Yeah. He day. I heard he day. I heard he real day. <laughs> Did you hear that today? I heard he we'll day. Talk about- We'll talk. We'll talk a bit more about dead drummers later. I guess. Well, well, but, well yeah. we should talk about. We're gonna. I want you to talk about um, Ginger Baker a little bit later on. We're gonna get into that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. Um, so, who, who else you got in the list? Um, the other one I want to mention that I absolutely knew was uh, George Coleus uh, from uh, Nile, who I'm gonna be seeing pretty soon. Um, he actually also teaches at the Modern Music School in Athens, um, and he's a self-taught drummer since age 12. And everybody. Whenever I looked him, because I wasn't sure if he was one of the fastest, but everyone says he is one of the fastest. Whenever I looked him, what's, what's his name again? Uh, my uh, excuse me, George Coleus. He's Greek. George Coleus. And what's the name of the band? Nile. Nile. Are they yes. Greek band? No, they're an American band. <laughs> okay, because we've actually played some <laughs> Greek bands on the show. Um, do you do you know who that is, Keith? I looked I looked him up because I've seen other guys mention him. I've heard his name before. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of that kind of music, so I don't really. Yeah, it's death metal. I, I, it's death metal. I, I, but I did look up him teaching a lesson on YouTube or some like foot technique stuff. Like he does where he puts just a, the camera on his feet and it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the faster guys I've ever heard. And he plays like almost like his feet are going side to side where I'm talking about like people like and all the technique stuff where it's whatever works for you is like if I go 
straight up and down. He's more side to side, and he's like playing. He was he was starting at 200 beats a minute when he was playing grooves or in, in playing with the you know the double pedal. He had his one foot going faster than probably I could have my two feet going. Wow. He has an instructional was, DVD too called Intense Metal Drumming. <laughs> oh, it's for sure that I'll give him that. That's yeah. That's definitely one of the faster guys I've seen. I mean, just like going through a few of the guys that I mean, those guys I knew that were you know textbook guys that everybody says is fast, fast, fast. Were just you know guys that just are great hard rock and metal drummers. Um, but yeah, he has this couple of like, it, those excerpts on YouTube are probably from his instructional video and it's pretty sick, man. Yeah. There's like to play that fast and just, you know, it, and it's clean as hell. I mean, he's definitely got a ripping them. His technique is just pretty much off the charts. What's the key really Keith to that double kick thing? Uh, I hate to be like, you're going to say I'm being like, Go ahead, kind of a jerk like it to practice man i mean it's just like <laughs> i mean honestly the first time i ever heard which i'll bring this guy up later first time i ever heard mishuga i'm, I'm listening mm. to the drummer i'm like that shit is ridiculous he's playing shit in his feet that i couldn't play in my freaking hands i mean that's just locking yourself away and sacrificing your life just i mean nothing when someone has that degree of facility on an instrument where it's the drum guitar bass piano freaking recorder whatever if you play at that kind of level in that style, it you're gonna it's gonna take you years. That shit just don't come overnight. I mean, that's somebody that just spent days and years and hours just practicing double bass technique. You're not gonna get that good without practicing. So anybody out there that wants to play that fast, and not just playing fast, he plays intricate rhythms in his feet, and it's pretty silly, like how out there he can take it. But you're not gonna get that way, right? Where it's, I'm not saying it's easy to play a blast beat 300 beats a minute, but that stuff's really straight. Where Thomas Hockey can play things that are a little bit more polyrhythmic. Who's, who's, and Tommy, who's Thomas Hockey? Meshuggah. He plays, he's a drummer Meshuggah. in Meshuggah. Meshuggah. Yeah. Another, again, another band, I don't like that vocal style, but I mean, I give credit where credit's due. That's very impressive to be able to play those rhythms. I mean, and, and like I said, in his feet, or in, it's, it's, he's, his feet are just as good as, very better than any, a lot of people's hands. And it's stupid. <laughs> like and it's it's almost unfair that someone could be that good in your feet where where a lot of drummers concentrate on their hands. So if you're gonna play that style of music, that's just that's years, years and years of just putting your you know, nose to the grindstone and just digging it out, man. Yeah. Just playing over and over again the same shit. I know you were talking about like sort of sacrificing everything for, you know, your technique and I and uh just to draw a little comparison on the guitar i read an interview with eric johnson um who said that you know yeah it, it ruined a marriage because he was oh just, yeah man i mean so that's gonna take die hard on getting stuff together on the guitar that like you know his wife was like see ya you know so that happens i mean he's a he's a great guitar player i mean i like definitely has his own style i mean so i, I believe that man someone like i said no matter if you're the dude from Meshuggah, Eric Johnson, all the way to freaking, uh, you know, someone that's just <clears throat> Jocko Pastorius, you know, someone that's that good at their instrument. They're just it's gonna, like that, into that, it. Like that's just, it. That's their whole world. It's going to be everything. It's going to be everything to him. I mean, I love playing the drums, but I just got to take that a little bit of time. I really don't want my wife to tell me to go. <laughs> but I try to, I try to keep it, you know, somewhat a, a balance is nice, but yeah, someone like that. That's that I'll never be that good at double bass. I mean, I, I could start now and practice for a hundred years and I still won't be that freaking good, but it's, 
these people that's that that's a lot of sacrifice man they're good get good at any instrument yeah i mean and it probably is their entire it's, it's their entire world i mean they it's probably a, just music is a calling it's not something you just do you know i mean you know no, i mean, you I mean Keith, it's in it. your blood i mean it's in mine i mean you, you know how you know how it is so let's lily throw another one out throw another one throw, well throw since another. keith was talking about practicing um one of the fastest uh, drummers in the death metal scene is actually Pete Sandoval from uh, Terrorizer and Morbid Angel. He had no idea how to use uh, two bass drum before. Yes, two bass drums before. And um, prior to being in Morbid Angel, and he practiced and practiced and practiced, and now he can actually play faster than a pre-programmed drum machine. So, Are you familiar with their music at all, Keith? Morbid Angel? Well, I, used to listen, I used to listen to Morbid to to more Angel. That was going back some when I had more when I had more hair. Yeah, I mean, I, listened, I, had, a, I had an album or two by Morbid Angel. He's like, and that dude he, got super fast, though, yeah. Yeah, he's no longer in Morbid, Morbid Angel. Couldn't really find why, but uh, yeah, he's still doing Terrorizer stuff. So. Terrorizer. Yeah. He's, That's uh, some of the best things about some of these bands. They have some, some of the best names are in these death metal bands. <laughs> They are. I love the death metal band names. <laughs> Their logos are the worst, but that's okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's run one one more by Keith, and we're gonna play another song. What do you got? You gonna run one more? Keith? Oh, I thought you. I thought you meant Keith's gonna go next. Um, so uh, one of the ones I definitely knew <laughs> was Mike Portnoy <laughs> from. Um, uh, Dream Theater. This is on a lot. A lot of people mention Mike Portnoy, and I know Keith is not the biggest Mike Portnoy fan. But go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead and talk about it. Me? Yeah, you. No, yeah, you, <laughs> the, the drummer. Go ahead. I'd ra- I know I'd ra- you're not ra- like into him, but but like I w- explain why. Like, what do you think about it? Okay, because it's important about him being a fat. I don't think he's one of the fast drummers I've ever heard. I wouldn't even consider him in the top ten. I mean, that's me saying that I'd like more. I mean. It's it's hard for me to even say that I like Mike Portnoy. I don't think he's a musical drummer at all. I think that a lot of people get caught up in this whole like, oh, he got a lot of drums and he plays a lot of cymbals and he he played in Dream Theater and it's that's that's fucking awesome and it, 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 whatever, man. I mean, you I think, sometimes you think I, that the love affair with Mike Portnoy is because people love Dream Theater, so they just like assuming that Mike Portnoy must be great. You think that's what it is? What would what, yes. you thought on? Yes, and if he if he was that great, he'd still be in Dream Theater, probably. <laughs> well, the lawyers told him no because they hired the other guy who I'm going to talk about. <laughs> well, who's yeah, the other I mean, guy? Well, that yeah, they hired? Talk, we can talk about that guy. I'll give that guy credit. Let's talk about that guy. Who is, who is that guy? Who is that? What's his name? Mike Mangini. Tell me about my okay because Mark Sambuco typed Mangini and Portnoy, Aldridge, and Larkin. Um, so we already mentioned Portnoy, and you're kind of like no Portnoy. Talk about Mangini. Man Genie is uh, one of those Mangina. guys. Up in, I, th- I think they call him. They call him the Man Genius. I think um, he's one of those guys that just like I've seen him play uh, the solo where he starts real simple, and the guy just all of a sudden he's leading with his left hand on cymbals. He's leading with his right hand cymbals. His you know his uh, his speed are going 100 million miles an hour. His drums are set up weird. It's like a guy that you just have to watch. He has like a like a very unconventional setup. He, I can see why he's perfect for that kind of band. Um, I couldn't, I've never heard him play anything outside of Proc Rock. I, I could, he could probably give a shit if he ever played anything outside. He's coming, that's an, again, someone with that kind of facility on the instrument, that kind of technique, you're really going to have to put some work in. I mean, that's, that's no joke. I mean, these guys put their life and heart and soul into this stuff. And I mean, as far as replacements for somebody, yeah, Mike Portnoy was very popular. I've heard Mike Portnoy play 
cover tunes with Deep, with uh, Deep Purple, with, Deep, with Dream Theater, and he sounds great. I think he sounds better than playing that stuff. When he plays straight rock and roll or with the Winery Dogs, yeah, he sounds he sounds better. He sounds better playing that stuff. When he plays prog rock, to me, it sounds forced. Like I heard him play with, uh, I think it was Tony Levin and Steve Stevens. Mm. I think they might have played with those guys, and uh, I just didn't. I don't. I don't you think he's. Feel, you weren't feeling it. No. Nah. Do you have like, a little bio on Man, Man, Mangina? <laughs> Mangina. Currently the drummer for uh, Prague metal band Dream Theater following the departure of Mike Portnoy in 2010. He's also played with uh, Annihilator Extreme, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, James Labrie and Steve Vai. So he's kind of... Uh, well, if you play with Steve Vai, He's kind of well-rounded. You can't be a freaking... You gotta be a bad... Because that's a Frank Zappa alumni, and he doesn't... Yeah, and I'd, have, he I'd, have to no hear bullshit, with, I'd have to hear him play with Extreme. Yeah. That's pretty straightforward. That's, so I would, I would actually like to hear that. And um, he actually was a faculty member at Berkeley College of Music. Uh, and uh, between 2002 and 2005, he set the he set five world's fastest drummer records. Uh, I heard that. Yeah. Hand drumming is uh, 1,203 beats per minute, which is fast as some humming beats beat their wings. Hummingbirds Our, beat their wings. <clears throat> we're gonna come back in a in a minute, and I want Keith. I want you to talk about some of your some some of the people that are on your list. Okay. Okay. You good on that? And we're going to play a band right now. This is a Revolution Highway, Young and Wild on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs>
Revolution Highway, everybody. I discovered those guys on a uh, advertisement on a YouTube channel that I follow, Terrence Pops uh, YouTube channel, and I fell in love immediately as soon as I heard them. I love that sort of like blues-based, heavy, southern rock kind of vibe, and I think they kick ass. So that is Revolution Highway. We open the show with Reign of Z. We are talking about drummers and speed, not the drug speed. <laughs> Damn. No, no, Lily V6. Oh. But we are talking about the sort of value behind speed and how to do it the right way in a way that's musical versus just like sitting down on your snare drum and trying to play as fast as you can. I kind of want to do it the animal way. Animal. Eat drums. So, Keith, we uh, before we left uh, for um, to play some Revolution Highway, I said, why don't you come up with, or why don't you tell us who's on your list? And because we've been kind of like having, what we've been doing is having Lily throw some out there and Keith comment. And Keith is our uh, our sort of, uh, Lily's our resident kind of rock historian. Keith is our like resident, like musical genius <laughs> guy. And kind of well, that's not good. That's not, let's not use the word. Let's not straight, use the G, the G word. The G, he, so he straightens us out musically. If I say something like, you know, and he's also really good with, mu- with, with movies. So, but whatever you do, don't tell him you like the movie, The Relic, because you'll never live it down. Just wait, just, hold on a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> Nurse. Nurse. <laughs> nurse, I think it's really funny when I call somebody a nurse and they're trying to supposed to give me a drink. Who are you, wow. What are you drinking? Are you drinking a Moscow Mule? Uh, I'm, waitress I'm, nurse. Oh, you're not a waitress. Waitress nurse. Um, I'm right now. Nurtress. I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking vodka martinis, which are going down very smooth. Which I won't be able to walk in probably I 20 minutes. I don't understand why you don't have like your smoking jacket on with that. Hawk. I'm one of them guys who like I, I think that you know. If, find myself drinking wine sometimes and now vodka martinis. I'm like what I call sophisticated drinks for an unsophisticated dude. I see. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing tonight, but we can hear you so freaking well. I know, right? It's crystal clear. There's no like weird sound. You're not cutting out. Whatever you're doing, if you when you come on in the future, do that. I didn't do anything. It sounds great. Okay, so what? who's on your list? There's no thunderstorms in the area tonight. That's probably what it is. Okay. <laughs> who's, on your, who's on your list, Big Hawk? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here with a guy that's not known for double bass playing. Actually, his single bass playing is really, really tasteful, and it's pretty damn fast. And he's played with some bands that might not be known in the mainstream, namely the Mars Volta. I'm gonna go with this uh, cat, Thomas Pridgen. Thomas Pridgen to me is is a very like TP. He plays rock drums like rock drums are supposed to be played i mean he hits the drums man with attitude his his single like i said his single single pedal technique is really really solid uh very fiery chops and uh just an all-around like just firecracker behind the kid he's full of energy and he's just looks i mean i've never met the man but he looks like an all-around nice dude and just does he looks like he's having a ton of fun playing the drums and he's also looks like he's completely relax at the same time a very lethal combination if you want to be good at something making it so. look easy even though it's not exactly yeah yeah that's very cool when somebody can do that it was really awesome but Tom, thomas pritchard played with the mars volta and he's done a lot of other stuff i mean that was a couple other bands i think he might have sat in with uh i'm not sure if he did a queens of the stone age stint today i seem to go through a lot of musicians but uh it's one of those he's one of those like hard rock kind of prog guys that can just play i think his background, which is you know not getting off the, the metal top, but still speed topic, is if you ever like research, um, there's a website. I don't think it's as popular now. But it was called gospelchops.com, 
and it had all these like african-american drummers that were from these churches that were so fast and it was so flashy and so like but it, it spawned a lot of now famous drummers that got really good gigs from this whole like sort of gospel chops vibe like eric moore or even tony royster plays with jay-z these guys are super fast and don't play a lot of double bass they're not metal guys but they play super fast and it's like a whole well, other yeah kind of right vibe. exactly and what what I, and i think our audience like likes a lot what i've discovered is people that like like good music tend to like a lot of different at least they'll give a lot of different things a try <clears throat> yeah, if you like I, speed, I mean, like listening to a death metal drummer and listening to Aaron Spears play is going to be, it's speed. Yeah. It's just a different kind of speed, that's all. Tony yeah, Royster well, is really, right. Tony, like, Tony Royster Jr. is really fast, but and so is, you know, this Rand Trailer or some shit like that. Right, you know, right, so. right, right. And it's the same way with, with other styles of music, too. You know, if you like fast picking, you're going to, you know, you're going to like like the fast guys in rock, but you're probably going to dig some bluegrass. And, and, yeah. and guys like that can like just totally burn that crap up. <clears throat> so, all right. So, who, who else you got? Another guy that I think is um, really one of my favorite all-time metal drummers that I think was named a few times on this list. But I guess get you know, all I got to do is listen to one tune and know this guy. Can, his feet are pretty fast. Is uh, Dave Lombardo from Slayer? Listen to Angel of Death Metal, Random Blood, Slayer. first track. That's all you need when he has his little little. Hold on a second. I got to try my martini. <laughs> What's his break for martini, guys? Wait a minute. That's superb, Lupus. You can't really uh, men- you can't really do a drumming podcast without mentioning uh, Dave, though, or Slayer. I think really. And I, I know he's been in out of Slayer a couple times. I don't know what happened there, but uh, they had Paul Bastoff. I think was another like, but they all were super fast and they all kicked ass. I think Dave, he did another band, uh, Grip Incorporated, I think, where he actually added a lot of percussion to his kit. When he plays, and that's what I like, you know. He's not just speed the whole time. It, it seems... You're freaking right, me out, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, when I, I was trying to button. respond to somebody's comment, and when I click the thing, it starts playing the like your comments like three seconds ago. So sorry about that. Um, Dave Lombardo Dave Lombard is one of them, like, I don't know. I hate to say it at this point. He's one of the more old-school metal drummers. Like, if you want to, because we're into... Uh, some of the new age people we've been talking about, but uh, somebody's uh, Dave Lombardo has been around, and Dave Lombardo is another guy too that fast feet, but also has fiery, tasty chops and but grooves, simple grooves, fast, but just like if you do it the entire, if you do something the entire song, it loses the effect to me. So when you just put, when you sprinkle it in slowly, it's like anything else. I mean, it creates an effect. I mean, that's what I think Dave Lombardo does well. He doesn't have to double bass the entire time, you know, but he kind of grooves very well. Listen to some of these, like if you listen to liquid metal on Sirius, I mean, some of the, I mean, they play band after band. It's like, that's what I mean. It's, it's impressive to play that fast, but I mean, if it's the entire song, I mean, and first of all, what turns me off too, if, I, if I don't understand the lyrics, man, I'm turning that shit off. I don't care. I'm, I can't do it. I've gotten better at uh, understanding the lyrics for these types of Well, you know, of bands. we should do a um, a uh, uh, a show possibly on bands that the best bands that mix extreme singing with melodic, melodic singing. singing. That's not bad. Because there's some bands that do that, like the Butcher Babies. There's some bands that do that pretty cool. You know, Rain of does. I, I like, it's the same way with extreme singing. I don't want to hear extreme singing the whole time, but I kind of dig when it kicks in in a certain place. It adds like an emotional quality to it, and then they back off and you go back to the more melodic thing. I mean, 
I mean, you know, I know you don't, you brook very little extreme singing, but that's cool. Like, we just like what we like. I think we should play a show in the future where we take death metal bands that you don't understand a word they're saying unless you have the lyric sheet in front of you and make up our own lyrics for it. <laughs> so we play, a, we play a part of the song and then we say, I think he's saying, or he, him or her are saying this, you know. I'm so scratching my butt all. Yeah. If you take, you know, goat whore, and I don't understand anything a goat whore is saying, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to translate what I think goat whore is actually trying to say to the world. It's important. And it'll be Keith, goat whore style. <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, and I think we should also do this too, is where, where are they now? Because I'm going to throw a challenge question out to somebody. Any of you Pittsburgh viewers out there, anybody listening from actually locally in Pittsburgh there, there used to be a band, which I don't know the name of, but the drummer in that band, his first name was Avery, and it's not that Avery Mullet kid from Washington. He's a good little young drummer. This this guy would be probably my age, 40-ish at this point. His first name was Avery. He was in a metal band. That dude had some seriously fast feet. I have no idea what his last name was. So if anybody knows Avery, whatever, out there, I challenge you. Tell me who the hell that was, because he used to take lessons off Lou Ross when I did. And well, just ask just Lou. Unsolved I don't mysteries. think Lou probably wouldn't know either. He might. Lou he might. I'll, if he's not, he's not watching the show, so I'll have to ask him on the side. But whoever, if anybody in the metal scene knows who Avery, whatever his last name was, that Avery dude has some serious feet. We're going to come back in a minute. And uh, and can I want you to, I want Keith, I want you to talk about Ginger Baker. I don't want to talk about Ginger Baker. I'm glad you're on. You could talk about him. Um, so what I want Lily to do, if you don't mind, can you give some shout outs to maybe some of the folks that are watching? And if there's any kind of crazy comments you want to say, like anybody telling us to go F ourselves, we love oh, that. Nobody ever <laughs> sells us that. But Mark Sambuco, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson and Raven are on. Uh, Rat Rod says, what's up, Lou? Miguel Rivero says he has a shot of whiskey or maybe that's you that has a shot of whiskey. Um, James Gentry, Tim Paul, John Scanlon, Timothy Meisowitz, if I pronounce your name wrong, I'm sorry. Tony Manning says, let's rock. Jim Esch, Hark Harkins Donald, uh, Lily Carey, she loves our videos. Uh, Ray Duran. We love you, Lily. <laughs> uh, Mark Sambuco says, Nick, uh, Nico rocks. And then he named all those others, uh, Mangini Portnoy and so forth. Billy Jordan says, George is amazing. Tom Proctor's watching. Lou Lombardi's watching. <laughs> I am. I do watch sometimes. And Rock Rage Radio. But we don't have any crazy comments today other than people love us, as usual. Um, Bill Damiano, Billy Altman, thank you guys no. uh, as well for hanging out. Um, uh, I saw that you guys were talking. <clears throat> I, I, hey, Keith, I wanted to tell you, I don't, because you haven't been around in a while, uh, Billy Altman is now telling Bill Damiano, go to bed, Bill. That's a thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's, that's pretty good. All right, Billy. <laughs> On that happy note, uh, this is Mississippi Bones. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about Ginger Baker when we come back. <laughs> you want to ship with her here in the midday sun? You want a Christian man? Smack dab in the middle of 
I love that band. That's uh, Mississippi Bones from like Akron. Oh, <laughs> they're like, but it's they're so killer. Every one of their records is like all killer, no filler. It's just really good rock, heavy, kind of like a. Uh, they have a kind of a Rob Zombie kind of thing going on, and uh, I thought they sounded kind of like Monster Magnet. Remember Monster yeah, Magnet? Yeah, they they had that, that Monster yeah. Magnet vibe to them, which, yeah. which is cool. Kind of like that stoner kind of vibe where yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. a lot of halftime well, grooves. And... They have some more like faster stuff that has more of that oh, yeah, okay. rock zombie thing in there. And uh, I absolutely just, 
I just discovered them accidentally. Like they played on like a what a Spotify you know playlist or something. It just showed mm-hmm. up and immediately just like I love these guys. <clears throat> Anyways, guys, uh, you know what I have not done and I need to do this real quick before we move on. Um, the bands we had we opened with Rain of Z. You can go to rainofz.com. Then we played some Revolution Highway. That's grooveyardrecords.com backslash Revolution Highway. Grooveyard Records has a ton of awesome bands that we've played on the podcast in the past. So uh, check check it out. And uh, that was Mississippi Bones, MississippiBones.bandcamp.com. Okay, so um, we talk we're talking about drummers, and this week we had a a, a kind of a historic thing happen. G- uh, Ginger Baker, probably like the first what like rock drummer superstar kind of guy, right? Like maybe even before Keith Boone, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the hill was already happening, but in terms of like being a drummer that like, blam was like in your like a, you know, Ginger Baker is like one of the first at the least, and uh, he passed away. What eighty years old, right, Lily? Yes, he's eighty. Yeah, he was eighty. He was eighty. Unfortunately for Ginger, uh, as great as he was, he looked eighty when he was thirty. So I mean, that's just not <laughs> that's, that's so the unfortunate sad. thing. <laughs> Ginger never aged very gracefully, but he was also one of the great rock drummers of all time. He will be sorely missed. Uh, if you watch any of the videos from early, the, I think what got him a lot of attention was his sort of like very over the top sort of, you know, attitude. And he was, you know, he was the best drummer ever. Just ask him. He would probably tell you if he was there right now. Um, the documentary uh, Beware Mr. Baker is amazing. I think yeah. that shows you all you need to know i i see a lot of parallels in his life to mine i mean he was you know <laughs> I, he was a, he was he was a wacky dude he was a good drummer and he liked black girl so that's all that's that's a trifecta there um all so um th- that's that's a, that's a pretty cool thing um but <clears throat> somebody somebody before actually called him the godfather of drum solos i don't agree with that but i think that his ability to play drum solos for i'm talking 20 30 ginger when are you going to stop kind of drum solos it's like he could just keep going and going i think he took his influences from jazz music like yeah. the elvin jones is the polyrhythms of elvin yeah, jones he has a jazz background. Uh, and just i know he was very into elvin and uh, he's had his ton of bands he was in not just, i mean i think cream being a super group with two other great musicians uh can definitely propel you to new heights but i think after like Creamy did, he, you know, the stuff with Blind Faith. It was a band he was in for a while called Hawkwind. Um, he was in a band called Masters of Reality, which you probably know. It was actually a cool band that had a, re- a revolving door of people. Um, uh, so Ginger Baker's Air Force was another band he was in. So, I mean, he was in a lot of different, and they were all like different kinds of bands. He did a lot what of- What was the band he was in? Wasn't he in a band with Gary Moore? Like a power trio? Like late, like much later? A.S. W or something like that? No, Pro- probably, A-S-M man. I mean, yeah, okay. I try to look up as much as I could. You may be able to find that. I've had, you know, several Ginger Bakers, Air Force, uh, Hawkwind. I'm trying to think. I have some of them written down. Masters of Masters of Reality, Blind Faith, Cream. Uh, he's done so much stuff, man. But he was definitely one of those guys that, and he wasn't afraid to play. I'm not saying overplay, but he played fills, man. I mean, he played a lot of fills, and he was very tasteful when he's playing. But at the same time, and it probably don't make any sense, but it's like at the same time, he was very like 
over the top with his playing too. Like sometimes it was like, okay, there's another field that's coming up, especially with cream being a power trio. He did a lot. He played busy, man. I mean, but it's everybody's it was, busy in that band. And that's, yeah, that's the thing. That, like, Jack, Jack Bruce is playing busy as shit too. Every, so, I mean. Here's, here's my, I sort of, I have a little bit of a gripe about that because like, I think at the time it was psychedelia and it you was could like, get away with it. Everybody's more. solo. But when I listen to some of that now, I'm like, you know, I think that like, and I know this is blasphemy. I know it is. But like when I listen to Crossroads and songs like that, I'm like, it would be, uh, I think it would be a little tighter if everybody just reined it in a notch or two. It, it's so over the top. I mean, everybody's soloing. <laughs> Everybody plays their own way. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you got to go, you got to go listen to John Mayer's version where Steve Jordan playing drums. Go listen to that version and tell me what's simplistic and tight. Well, that's, well uh, that's I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole, yeah, that's, other, that's a whole other level of that song. Yeah. Though, I mean, and, and, right. and that's a great song and can be done. That's the testimony to it. Like a great song like Crossroads Blues. It can be done in umpteen different ways. And if you're a good band, you can make it sound great. Um, but I mean, that was just sort of my only thing about that. Now he played; he was a double bass player, right? Oh yeah. And what's the like compare and contrast like that approach to double bass versus a modern approach? I think it's just about comfort, man. If you really like double two two bass drums, there's some guys that I used to talk to in Pittsburgh all the time. Jeff Kelp's a great rock and metal drummer. You know Jeff? No. Uh, he's played with. Uh, he was playing. He played in Mean Street for a long time. You might have seen him. He plays like right-handed kid, but he's a lefty, real in shape dude. Looks like a professional wrestler. Blonde hair. You don't know. That's funny. You don't know him. I he's may like know. Him, I may have outgoing. met him, but it's not ringing. Yeah, he's about. very, uh, very outgoing dude. Okay. He always played. He always played two bass drums. It's just a comfort thing. I would rather play a double pedal. For me, I could never tune two bass drums to sound the same. That's what my rub was, and I, I'm too lazy to carry two bass drums to a gig too. So that's <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, Neil Peart used to play two bass drums, and now he does. You know, he doesn't for years now. Uh, well, you just the double pedal, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a comfort those, thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever feels better to you. I mean, if you some guys just like two bass drums, that there's nothing wrong with that. If you're willing to go out and like, it if you're just cool. a local a local dude like me that's planning to play a few days a week and make some bread. I mean, I'm not humping two bass drums. Dude, for that. I'm telling you, man. Here's what's here's what you need to do. You need to start showing up with double bass kit. Okay, listen to me. Roto Toms and a Simmons set at the same time. That's how you do it. That's where you're missing it, brother. Well, you know where I'm missing is the fact where I have none of those things <laughs> for a double back and take a double bass. I don't even own Roto Tom or a friggin' Simmons He's kit. He's literally so. missing it. Uh, so if you, we need to if take you, up we need to take up a Roto Tom fund for Keith. <laughs> I want to play the entire like the old Terry Bozio where he played nothing but Roto Toms. That would be awesome. We're totally losing Lily here. She's like Roto. I don't know what a Roto Tom. I don't is. know what that shit is. <laughs> I'll play I the cowbell. That's what I know. <laughs> I played the shit out of a cowbell over the weekend. That was probably too much cowbell. You, I don't know if you could ever have too much, but I, I was getting. That's a thing. <laughs> I was getting that. I was getting that cross-eyed look. Like, what are you doing with that cowbell again? <laughs> I don't. And know. that was just from Samantha. I got the fever <laughs> for more cowbell. <laughs> Can't get enough cowbell, dude. Can never do enough cowbell. I, uh, I cannot never play like I've played short drum solos at this point, and I can never not play a drum solo unless I inject a little bit of cowbell in of it. Of course. 
I like. Even if I just play, if I, if I just, if I just play the beginning of fucking American Band. I don't give a shit. I'm playing it somewhere in there. Why to put that in there? Um, let's do some closing uh, comments. Um, Keith, well, you're the expert on the drums, so your sort of closing thoughts on this whole idea of speed. Was Ginger Baker a fast drummer? In your he opinion? could be. He definitely could be. I think that uh, there's times where he gave you a lot of like. I'm not saying he was like one of the first guys to use two bass drums. I mean, the first guy I've ever seen, and somebody can correct me on this, I actually would like somebody to. First person I've ever seen use two bass drums was Louis Belson, who was a jazz drummer from friggin' back in the day. So I'm thinking Ginger, you know, took the double bass technique. Keith Moon played two bass drums. It wasn't, you know, I've seen pictures of John Bonham playing two bass drums. It wasn't very I've never, often. I was just going to ask you about that, like, I know he had the he, two floor toms, but I've never seen him with the two bass drums. I've seen, like, there's a book I have called uh, Thunder of Drums, where there's pictures of him, and the book was written by a person that was his roadie for years, and the like, person was one of his very good friends, and they had a lot of rare photos of him, and there's pictures of him playing not one, but two 26-inch bass drums, and I hate to bring this word up again, because this is like a Mike Portnoy thing for me, too. John Bonham got the two 26-inch inch bass drum idea from <coughs> Carmine Apathy, who was in Vanilla Fudge. I uh, think that's where he got that from. Because they were the Carmine was always considered for the Led Zeppelin gig after after Bonham, but they decided not to. Right, right, yeah. Um okay, so why don't you so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up for today. Ginger Breaker, Ginger Baker, so we're so like not worthy. Rest in peace. Uh just classic, what can you say? Um, Keith, anything you want to plug or anything before we get out of here today? Anything you want to mention that you're doing? Well, I'm just trying to gig a lot, man. And so, I mean, if you're not in the New Orleans area, then it probably is a moot topic. But, I mean, every every other Wednesday I'm playing at a, in Laplace, Louisiana. Every every Friday I'm doing a five-hour gig now. I do, which oh, sucks. Gosh. It sucks, but it's cool because it's like it's making me better because I'm playing a lot of different styles of music. Um I'm getting my ass handed to me sometimes, but at the same time, I'm like killing it. So it's a very like kind of up and down for, I started three o'clock at the balcony music club on Decatur street. It's a very touristy kind of trap. Yeah. At first. Decatur. We know Decatur. Yeah. So I'm playing at the balcony music club at the end of Decatur street every Friday from three to five thirty, And then I play with one band. Then I wait a half hour. The other band shows up and I play six to eight thirty and play more like, old blues and some swing and some, some horn Jeez. shit with another wow. band, which is fucking fun as shit, you know? So it's yeah. like a lot of, a lot of F's going on there. I mean, so it's, <laughs> um, all the F's. And then, uh, I'm, I'm still playing. I, I have a country rock band to play too, man. And we're playing like fairs and just trying to do some, uh, trying to get some casino gigs and, okay. you know, I actually play louder in that band than I do in any, any other band. So cool, man. Still, still, like I said, Still a rock band. So. All right, all right, Keith. It's uh, great to have you on again, man, and hope that we can do it again soon. Uh, Keith the Hawk Hawkins. Appreciate it, brother. Lily, why don't you go ahead and plug whatever you have coming up, and uh, we're going to get out of here. Well, real quick, we didn't even mention Gene Hogland, but I'm just saying Testament and Death Clock. Anyway. Um, Gene Hogland from Testament and Death Clock. Yes. 
known as the human drum machine. Anyway, regardless, watch my, or listen to my show, Hot Licks with Lily, six Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern on Rock Rage Radio, free app, download it, or go to the website, rockrageradio.com. Lou and I are going to be emceeing a lot of shows coming up, so stay tuned for those sorts of announcements. And again, if you're out at the Subalpine on Saturday, give me all your money, because I am a guest bartender there, and I need money, because I just started a job again. That's all good I got. for you. Last week, she had no job, and this week, she has a job, so good for her. Uh, shout out to Wolf's Customs. Chris Thunderwolf Dodson, a uh, longtime supporter of pretty much everything I do. <laughs> do you appreciate it? Uh, you want to go to wolfscustoms.online, and if you need a, uh, you really should consider, uh, if you've got a guitar, you you, you know, you want to kind of gussy things up, you want to sort of stand out on stage, it's a great way to get some custom uh, paint work done on your guitar. It does a great job. Uh, com. We're going to jump over and party for a short period of time over in our inner circle. So you can go to LulombardiRocks.com. We haven't mentioned that yet, but you can go over there. Uh, there's also a link in the description uh, on all my videos here for jam play. You're looking to rock out on the guitar a little bit better. I'm actually taking some lessons on jam play too. <clears throat> it's a, a great resource. So there's a link in the in the description below. Uh, it helps us out there. They're acting as a sort of affiliate slash sponsor with us, and uh, you can go to uh, go to the link below and you can check that out. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we had uh, Reign of Z, Revolution Highway, Mississippi Bones. We're going to wrap up with a band from Ebensburg, Pennsylvania, a band called Darkness on the Radio. And uh, Keith the Hawk Hawkins, Lily V6. It was great seeing you guys. Uh, we're going to go over to uh, LulombardiRocks.com here in a minute and do a little partying with the, with the inner circle. You just go to that link, guys, and you can hang out with us for a little bit. It's where we tell the real dirty jokes, the stuff we couldn't say. <laughs> Here. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.